Welcome to the initial show for Business Today with the MBA. Today we're here with John Cray, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Manufacturer and Business Association. Let's jump right in. John, WPSE Radio and the Manufacturer and Business Association have enjoyed a tremendous partnership through the years. Together, we've decided to expand that relationship and launch this new 15-minute bi-weekly show, Business Today with the MBA. Why is now the perfect time to launch this new venture from the MBA's perspective? Thank you so much. And again, we certainly value the relationship we've had over the years. Uh, when you guys came to us with this opportunity, um, especially the timing of it couldn't have been any better. Um, you know, as we all know, uh, today we're experiencing so many unknowns due to the COVID-19 pandemic um, that we have we have all been uh, continually experiencing both personally and professionally many unknowns that are out there. Um, for us as an organization, the amount of information that we have been sharing with our members uh, has been unprecedented due to those changes. And the way in which we've received and shared that information has primarily been either directly through emails. Um, certainly our members will access our website. So the internet also, you know, we've shared information on the news and they've gathered information on the news, but we felt providing another way for us to connect with both the business community itself at large, as well as our members uh, at this time, provided a way in which for them to conveniently get information to make good decisions on their businesses. What is it about the podcast format and 15-minute informational program that attracted the MBA to offering such a program? This 15-minute segment is ideal from our perspective because it really dovetails well into the variety of ways in which we do communicate, again, both with our member companies, but also, the, the again, the business owners at large. Um, this medium itself fits a perfect niche for us when it comes to communicating the challenges that they're facing as well as the issues that we're hearing about and then the solutions. Um, again, our primary focus is typically in the past when it came to communication method was email notices, which provided a real nice quick update, a very targeted way to answer a very specific question. Uh, the other thing that we do, we have our business magazine which again, it covers, it's not nearly as timely of a method, but it allows us to elaborate on things, provide some really nice photos and tell some really good stories. Um, you get beyond the business magazine and then we host informational briefings. Gives us a great opportunity to bring in experts to speak for as much as 30 to 45 minutes on a topic. Get really in detail and a great opportunity to answer a lot of questions for our members. The challenge with that is we have members throughout the state and it's not always easy for them to come and join us to get that information. So this medium is going to allow us to kind of marry all three of those approaches. Um, it had, gives us an opportunity to be very timely in our response and our feedback as well as the answers to their questions, but it also gives us that broad reach that we can get out and share information across the state. So again, we couldn't be more pleased with the platform. What are the objectives of the business today with the MBA program? As with all of our communications, um, our primary function when it comes to uh, email, the business magazine, the briefings, and now, now this exciting opportunity is to keep both business owners, executives, as well as their staff uh, up to date on business and community issues to help them to be successful. Um, in some instances, 
those topics will be generated around how to solve an issue. Some topics will be generated around a major change that maybe is being considered either at the state or the federal level. Um, so again, we'll, we'll get into some more details on some examples of some things as to where we're going with those topics themselves. Uh, but again, this platform is going to provide us an opportunity to be both timely, but in 15 minutes, we can get into some pretty good detail on a very good topic that people want to hear more about. John, what are the sort of topics that you plan to address in the coming shows? You know, as, as we are looking at this, we, we've got a couple ones already lined up for uh, for our program here that's going to be airing the end of July, another one in, in August. But as with most of our communications, we anticipate the majority of those topics being related to making both strategic and day-to-day -day business decisions. And again, while many of these topics are going to relate to the business owner, some of them will relate a little further down in the chain. So for example, some are going to be personnel related. So we're excited about bringing good information to who's ever responsible for the HR function. Some are going to be more finance related. So we're going to be speaking with the CFO or the controller in many organizations. And some are just going to be business in general, which will apply to the entire organization. Because as, as committed as the owner is to the success of the organization, we realize, as does the owner, the success goes and is typically predicated by everyone on the team being involved in understanding what's going on in today's workplace. Um, so we will be, be hitting on, for example, in our next episode, um, we've, we've been working very hard over the last few years um, on bringing association-sponsored health plans back to Pennsylvania. Um, that was something that we were we were providing for our members for well over 30 years. Um, that was was that opportunity was taken away from us. We're working diligently with the state and and working on bringing association sponsored health plans back to Pennsylvania. We're getting very very close, so we're going to be covering that in, in our next episode. Um, We'll also be speaking about some legislative things that we've been working on in particular due to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic, some things that have really been impacting our, our member companies. We're going to update everyone on both what, what have we done and where are we at with things going forward. Um, again, we will be bringing in uh, some HR experts to talk about how are our members handling some of these, these changes, um, both when, when furloughing, when bringing people back. What's the role of a pandemic officer? safety officer in the workplace. So very practical information that people will be able to take take from, from the recording or from the interview um, and then apply to their workplace. Either it will reinforce what they're already doing or it will give them some great direction on how to handle a situation. Um, to kind of preview coming up in August, uh, we're also very excited uh, to have a near and dear friend and partner um, who happens to be uh, uh, an associate, a doctor at Penn State Baron, Dr. Ken Louie, is going to be with us coming up here in, in August. Again, a long-standing relationship with both Dr. Louie and the entire economics department, but we're, we, couldn't, uh, we couldn't start off this platform without getting him in one of the first episodes, so couldn't be more excited. But again, strategic business decisions as well as day-to-day -day operations. How can we help our members with solving those issues? What are some things that are going on today at the Manufacturer and Business Association? Well, and, and, and while I'm going to take us clear back to the founding, I can promise you that I won't speak about what we've been doing for the last 115 years. Um, but, but with the Manufacturer and Business Association, we were founded in 1905. And our mission has always been 
to assist our members in pursuit of their business and community interest. We recognize the fact that in order for a business to be successful, they do need to focus on what they're doing and how they're doing things, but also they have a responsibility with giving back to the community. So we do want to assist them with, typically it's with educating tomorrow's workforce. So we provide opportunities for them uh, where the schools will get together with the uh, with the employers to understand what are employers looking for. And we've got a number of programs along those lines. Uh, between our Manufacturing Day event, which we host in the fall every year, and, and we're looking forward and working hard to making that occur again this year. Um, we've also got a scholarship program um, that has been in place uh, for 40 years. It's called the Patrick Arlocco Scholarship. So, so giving back to the community, we recognize, is, is a role of both the MBA uh, as well as how we can be uh, good stewards on behalf of our members to provide opportunities for them to be able to be good stewards within the community. So um, to elaborate on some of the other things that, that you know, we have been doing over the years, um, one of our primary functions clear back to 1905 um, was when 65 industrialists from the city of Erie came together and they were concerned about a tax that was about to be levied on them in Harrisburg. And those 65 industrialists looked around the room and said, well, rather than all of us going, why don't you go and represent us? And that was the very beginning of the Manufacturer and Business Association. And since then, that continues to be one of the main criteria that, that we provide value back to our members. Um, our primary function when it does come to our legislative efforts, reasonable uh, regulations and reducing business taxes. That was a challenge back in 1905 it continues to be a challenge today, um, and it has been over the last 115 years. But thanks to a great team that we have on staff here, um, as well as a good group of legislators that we've worked with over the years, the dialogue has been very good, more effective sometimes than others, but we're making some great progress today. So our original founding had to do with, uh, with our legislative issues. Over the last uh, 30 years, we have actually expanded more in the day-to-day -day operations. And that's where we, we assist our, our member companies with developing their employees to be good, good quality employees, possibly when they're being promoted. We help them with how to be a good team leader and a good supervisor. Um, as we're all learning more, about more and more about technology today, um, we offer our members a lot of Excel training, how to use Microsoft Teams effectively and access. So typically the, the employee development training that we do is not industry specific. We leave that to the member. They know their business the best. The type of training that we offer um, is the type of training that creates uh, more effective employees. It helps them to be develop and provide more value back to the company. And that's why we can have uh, a small manufacturer who sends an employee. We can have uh, Erie Insurance who sends four or five. Uh, we can have a nonprofit. We can have a restaurant all in the same room learning the very same things but applying it differently back at their workplace. So those are a few of the items that, that we've been delivering. Um, I'll expand on those a little bit more when we talk some more about some of the other things that we're doing. John, can you share the primary mission of the MBA in Erie? Yeah, our, our function um, without, I will share with you, the value of the association to the member can never surpass the value of the member to the association. What that means, without the member, there is no MBA. And so our primary function is to make sure that each and every member has the information and the tools necessary to succeed. 
Um, so when we meet with a member company, um, from our perspective, that's the most important member that we have, regardless as to size, regardless as to location, regardless as the type of business that they're in. Um, so if that member has a need, has a question, it's up to us to either help them solve that, that need or get the answer to that question. So again, our primary function here at the Manufacturing Business Association since 1905 has been to assist our members with both their business and community needs. What do they need to be successful? That has morphed over the years um, with respects to our government affairs efforts, the same as it was in 1905. Um, literally in, in the late 60s is when our members said to us, we need help with our health insurance. We'd like to make health insurance available to our employees. Can you help us with that? That was the, be the first beginning of our association-sponsored health plan. What that did was that took the MAE at the time, Manufacturers Association of Erie, and created the Manufacturers Association of Northwest PA. That is what broadened our reach because many, many companies south of Erie also needed help with that health insurance. Um, it also is what broadened the type of members that we hosted. So prior to the 60s, we were the Manufacturers Association of Erie. There was no business in there. Starting in the 60s is when we did when we when we opened it up to all types of other all types of other businesses. Um, so that's one example of companies had a need. We looked at that need. We tried to come up with a solution to help them with that need, and that was association-sponsored health plans. This is a great segue into some of the other stuff that we do um, and how it's kind of evolved over the years. Um, in the early 80s, uh, early 80s is when the quality movement, Deming, all the other quality programs were coming about, and more and more employers were looking at developing their employees and learning these skills. That's when we started getting into the employee development program. That's when we started offering training classes. Um, initially, they were mostly contract instructors, employees of our member companies that would come in and host those classes. We would host them. They would conduct them. Um, that is also when we started offering our supervisory skills leadership for team leaders and computer training. Microsoft Office products comes out, everybody has a need. So again, the need is what drives what we do. It's not an idea that we think, well, let's just offer something. Typically, it's, it's a need that is either identified by a member company or one of our team members will see something on the horizon, reach out to the members and say, hey, we think this is something that you guys might need. Do you agree? And if they say yes, then we go after it uh, full barrel. Um, today, one of the most complicated positions in any organization is the human resource function. Um, depending on how many employees you have, certain laws apply to you, other, some, other ones don't. Depending on your given situation, you may have some challenges that uh, you can't contact another HR person and say, hey, how would you handle this? Because the law may, may apply to one very differently than another. Um, so in the 1990s um, is when we started, we started offering HR support. And today, we're very pleased to share that we have three HR generalists on staff. We have a labor and employment law attorney on staff. And, and any one of the four of them certainly could be an HR manager at any of our member companies in town. They really enjoy the variety, and they enjoy the opportunity to help our members with navigating one of the most complicated positions in any organization. Because if you have more than the owner, you have personnel issues that you need to make sure you're handling properly. So if you're a company of two, or 102, that's a critical function. 
And since the 90s, we've been here helping our members navigate that challenging field. And today, more than ever, with the COVID-19 pandemic, all kinds of issues have come up. So those are some of our key areas. We have an insurance agency that we have, an energy program that we bring. We help our members with buying electricity. Uh, our magazine is the best way that we have to communicate with our members long term. So those are some of the sorts of things that we bring to the, to the community. John, that's about all the time we have for business today with the MBA for this week. We invite you to join us again on July 31st at 12 noon for our next episode of Business Today with the MBA on Money Radio WPSE.